what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot the Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken. Hello and welcome to Broke Up and Glorious on BBGWrestling.com and Chris Lappin and delights to be joined by your girlfriend's favourite wrestler, Lance Vera. Hello, how you doing? I'm very well, yeah. I'm not too bad, mate, I'm not too bad. Bet you're excited for this weekend, your return match for Wrestle Island and it's against your long-time rival, Brian Adamson. Oh, I can't wait, I can't wait to slap his baldy head into <laughs> Yeah, I can't, yeah. I was going to say it's going to be great to be back. It is. I can't wait to be back at the island. So, yeah, if you want to see something of what to expect from the match, you can go over to Lance's YouTube channel. There's a match from February 19, I think, on there between you and Brian. So it's really great. There is, and I do slap his bald head at one point. <laughs> I know Nick this week, but I'm sure you'll find we've found more than adequate replacements in Odyssey Pro Wrestling GM, Ethan Edwards. Hello. <laughs> and Lance's p- opponents at Odyssey Pro Wrestling set sail on the 7th of August. Rick Marcus? How's it going? Like slapping baldies, eh? <laughs> I do, yeah. I love it. <laughs> How are you doing? doing this evening, lads? Oh, good, good, yeah. Um, just gearing up ready for uh, set sail in under a month now. Oh, so exciting. <laughs> Ethan and Rick have joined us to review Money in the Bank and also promote Aussie Pro Wrestling presents Set Sail. Great card announced already, but since we last spoke, you've announced the main events. So it's, it's two of the biggest names in Morgan Wrestling history taking on like the two great talents of the British scene at the moment. So Ryan Hunter and Craig Collins against Big Guns Joe and Sandy Beach. Yeah, that's that's going to be a really exciting match. Um Ryan and are the two most popular things in Morecambe wrestling here. Um, so together it's going to be incredible, but they are going to have a tough job yes. with Big Guns Joe, who you know he's he's everywhere, so he's going to have all that experience from all the all the work he's doing up and down the country. And then Sandy Beach is one of the most talented wrestlers in in the UK right now, so it's really exciting. Um. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Look, looking forward to getting back in the ring and getting in the ring with Lance as well. See if we can talk, you know. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. <laughs> You've also announced Lucas Neo against Mark Meltzer. That should be a fun match. So. Yeah. Um, Lucas Neon is a very gritty um, underdog at Barrow. Um, any any fans of KOW will, will have seen his performances before and be yes. pretty excited to see him. Um, Mark Meltzer, um, the five star wrestler, he, uh, channels his favorite 80s wrestlers. Yes. Um, so he's, awesome. he's done Hulk Hogan, he's done The Undertaker, he's done The Ultimate Warrior, um, he's been one half of the Legion of Doom. Um, so really excited to see, uh, the unpredictability that he's going to bring. Yeah, oh, amazing. Sale. He's, um, he's, he's good, he's good, he's good fun. He's definitely good fun. He's, um, you know, we're getting little sneak peeks of what 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 might be happening with him. So as, uh, I'm, you know, I'm really excited to see what he comes with. But to, to be fair to him as well, he's got himself a decent nick as well. So uh, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of it. Once happy go lucky in that, but maybe we'll see more of the serious side of him. I don't know, but um, you know, it was it was cool in Mark a couple of years ago watching him 
come out as the ultimate warrior. Oh, amazing. That gas that he, just, he just fell over and got <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I interviewed him. Was it the last year, earlier this year, and he'd lost like 70 pounds by then. So yeah, he's so. looking well. I, I trained him a few weeks ago, and that. He's, he's the best. He's actually, like, um, in the last match we did for Knockout Wrestling, um, their anniversary show in 2019, it was actually... Uh, it was a bit like Mick Foley, like so Sheriff Steele at Knockout Wrestling. So mm-hmm. we had we had a match then, and that that was the last time I saw him until last month when I actually got to go on train with him, and he, he's, he's like a different guy. So like fair play when he's got himself in great condition, like Cat Foley. Oh, amazing! <laughs> Scotty Rourke versus RPD. You've got Alexis Falcon versus Gia Adams versus Lizzie Evo versus Tonga. Synergy versus Freak Show. Two bit open challenge. Um, We've got an interview with Synergies Anderson Daniel coming out this Friday ahead of the show. It should be it's a lot of fun. And then we'll discuss oh, more about Lance and Rick later in the show. <laughs> yeah. So um, when we interviewed you, Ethan, you said that the VIP tickets are sold out, but there's still general tickets on sale. Is that still the case? Yeah, it's still the case. You've still got uh, standard tickets priced at only £8 plus uh, a 50 booking fee. And uh, it's better to get them now on the Odyssey Pro Wrestling website, uh, odysseyprowrestling.co.uk, uh, because on the night, um, it'll be £10 on the door. So it's really good to get them in advance. Yes. Cool. To, be fair, to be fair, the way ticket sales are going by the looks of things, they are going really fast at the moment. It's like, well, as soon as the VIP tickets sold out, the um, general seem to be flying out the door now as well. And- mm. Amazing. So it's exciting. It's cool to be part of something that, that is building a buzz and excitement. And, you know, it's been how long, Ethan? Two and a half years in the making now? Yeah, two and a half, three years in the making. It's been uh, it's been a long time. I never actually thought we'd, we'd get this close. It, you know, as we as we geared up for um, the first show initially, we got mm. hampered by uh, COVID. Um so, was it May, May, May 2020, wasn't it? it was yeah, May 2020 was when we were going to originally yeah. set sail. Um, so to get, you know, it's only been delayed by, what is it, a year and a half? So, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot then. But then, then the, the, whole, the, whole, the whole talking around it and the brainchild of it was 12 months before that as well, wasn't it? So it's uh, yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. It's, just, it's just like 18 months has just disappeared somewhere, you know? It's, it's, yeah. Not to talk about that crap too much, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I put I put links to tickets in the description below the this week's show. So, yeah, so we'll be back with our review of Money in the Bank after work from this week's sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details, and Omeo will magically give you the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer, offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the code OMEO5 at checkout. This is valid until July 31st for new users and all models of transport. It's just the new pick-me-up 2021 needs. Omeo plan book and love the journey terms and conditions apply hello this is rp davis and you're listening to bbg wrestling right so money in the bank was this sunday well last sunday sorry money in the bank was last sunday i thought it was a great show 
was amazing to be back in front of a full crowd. I think they could have <laughs> the loads of terrible matches, but that crowd was so good. <laughs> they just kind of lifted everybody the whole the whole thing up. So first match was the women's money in the bank. Um I, Bit surprised that Nikki, she's not called Nikki Ash, Nikki A S H, um, won. As I like to remind us every 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joel was like, what does A A H? Does it sound like something? He's like, spider horses. I said, no. Almost a super. But, um, Spider horses, spider horses. That's that's what he came up with. He's sixteen, and he came up with spider horses. That was his first. That's when he saw S H. He went spider horses. I was like, she's dressed as a superhero. So, <laughs> no, it's I'm I'm on board with this. It's spider horses. Yes, <laughs> yeah, spider so, horse. I was a little surprised by the winner, but I'm quite happy that Nikki won. So yeah, uh, I agree. I, I agree. I was happy. I was happy that I, uh, that she won. Uh, I did. I didn't expect it. Though. I, I didn't expect that to be the finish. I thought when you set all their ladders up and everything, I thought it was going to be that thing where they all stand there punching each other so they get a nice photograph out of it. You know, yeah. I thought that was where we were going with it. But um, no, I was buzzing. Absolutely buzzing for it. Like, it was. Um, it just shows that like, you know if you take a chance on yourself and you you know if something's not working, you can change it up and yeah, definitely. You know, look at what you're doing. You know, so it's like you just. It shows that people shouldn't be scared of um, taking a chance on themselves. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I, I really enjoyed the match overall, um, mm. and I was I was really pleased that, that Nikki won. Um, and and for those reasons, she really put herself out there. And um, you know, there's a lot of people that probably look at look at the gimmick and go, "Oh, what's she doing?" But she's really crafted something. And as a parent, like that sort of thing enamors my kids. So yes, definitely. To see it was great, uh, and I really enjoyed the finish. Um, that's hilarious took, yeah it, it took um, like a, an established spot and, and just sort of changed it a little bit and, yeah. and really subverted the expectations so as um, it was going on if you weren't paying attention then you you know you missed out <laughs> yeah I thought I thought they made, they put um, Alexa Bliss over as a huge threat by d- doing the usual big man pile up of all I was, I was, I was going to say what were, you, what were your thoughts on the um, Alexa Bliss situation like with uh, Voodooing Zelina Vega down the ladder and that. I, I didn't really like that bit. <laughs> but, uh, I thought it was a bit strange. Yeah. I, thought, mm. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> Loved it. But I did like that. They 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 recognised her as the biggest threat in the match, so they took her out by piling all the ladders on her. So she she was my pick to win. So I thought she's my pick to win as well. Yeah, the book. I think we agree on some at last. <laughs> oh, that's the first. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that Bucky's favourite was Liv Morgan, which I don't think it came up in our conversation in the in the um, the our predictions at all. So, no, it didn't at all, did it? But yeah, she was. She was. He sometimes, he, he sometimes use some money in the bank to catapult people as well. Although, mm-hmm. fair. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, uh, we'll move on to Rhea versus Charlotte. I think this was a match of two halves. This is the only match mm. where I was at the beginning. I was looking at my phone, and the crowd was going, "We want Becky, we want Becky." But I think, yeah, I think they that was probably due to the really poor booking <laughs> in the build up to this. <laughs> like, you, you didn't know who was face, who was heel. I was like, but I think once again, I, yeah, I, halfway through, I, I think. Yeah. Oh, if you could get, if you could get the crowd to go from "We want we Becky's week" to "This is awesome, this is awesome," you've done an amazing job. So. Yeah, to, to be, it just shows how good they are. That because it was like they've been 
a lot of talk of Becky Lynch coming back, aren't there? And there was a lot, mm-hmm. of, you know, even she she trolled she trolled everyone yeah. on Instagram and all that country that day and stuff. So people were expecting it, mm-hmm. and then it went from chanting that to you know enamored by two of the best female wrestlers about, like two of the most legit and mm-hmm. best. Not that's a female wrestler, shouldn't say that. Just two of the best wrestlers about, absolute like real, real class. And that that natural selection off the top. Oh, the supernatural mm-hmm. selection was amazing. So. To, to, to be fair, I thought that was going to be the finish. I was quite surprised yeah. when it wasn't. But um, yeah, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, the start of the match, you know, the, the build did did kind of. I was a bit eh to it. Um, mm-hmm. The start, I, I was a bit okay, and then I found it funny that they were they were chanting for Becky um and then they they stepped it up big time um and that they can like their WrestleMania match um during um the lockdown mania was <laughs> insane so yeah. anytime you two get in the ring together they, they are great um Charlotte for me from a purely wrestling standpoint is the best wrestler in all of the women's division and has you know that that has been for the past 20 30 years definitely you know yeah. so um, it's no wonder that she can pull a great match out. Um, and then when she's got a great opponent, of course it's going to happen, uh, regardless of the, the story that that's that's led to it. Yeah, she's an absolute, she's a star in like the ten years or whatever since she started wrestling NXT. And right. like, yeah, she, I can't believe she only, she only really started training about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at like when when Mick Flair retired and all that, she was just sat in the crowd, wasn't she? Just two mm-hmm. years ago, like you know. So it's from that, that two thousand eight. Yeah. Is, that, is that what year that was, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, she started training after her brother died. Yeah, that, that, that was it, wasn't it? It was a brother. Reed, Reed, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so, like, fair play, because she's, like I say, she's one of the best of all, one of the absolute best. And, but the thing is, as well, she uses star quality. You know, like, some wrestlers, you know, she's got the athleticism and the wrestling ability to back it up, but she just mm. uses that she's an absolute mega star. And I think that's yeah. what, quite, I think that's what a lot of people are missing. There's so many talented wrestlers about but how many really oozed that they're an absolute megastar. Definitely. And she's definitely one of them. Yeah, when she won, I automatically thought Charlotte versus Becky is going to be the big WrestleMania match, but then Nikki cashed in on the Raw last night, so we've got a new Raw's cha- um, champion. So how yeah. how do you see Nikki's reign going? Do you think she'll have a decent one? Yeah, I do. I think, I, I think, she'll, um, I think she'll hold on for it for a while. Uh, I don't think she'll hold on to it so. WrestleMania and whatnot next year, I think that'll be a big setup marquee match. I think by then Becky and Ronda Rousey could be back. I think that mm. could end up being Mania next year. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, um, I, I've got many. I, I would say that they're the building towards um, Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki as yeah, the, the big women's match on Raw. Um, yeah. They really highlighted quite a few times on commentary last night about um, about them being former tag team partners. Um, and you very much got the the hero and the villain. Yeah, um, it's a, it's very easy story to tell. Um, and yeah, one that all the, you know, families all engaging. They highlighted it well as well on uh, the show when they were squaring up to each other. Mm-hmm. When obviously the well, the, the retire is just hero and villain, isn't it? Just, yeah, just yeah, straight yeah. away. In a world, in a world where everyone loves Marvel and DC and that, it's a, it, and like kids are really into it as well, aren't they? So it's like. If you see that on the screen, it's um, like Ethan was saying before, two young girls and that, it's like it's endearing and it's mm. brilliant. Like you said, the alcohol on social media for and that today for like British wrestling season is brilliant. And it's, you know, it's quite inspirational, really. But 
see somebody that's you know doing the same kind of shows and what we were doing and and um, other female wrestlers are doing and things like that and it just shows what actually is attainable by getting your head down and working hard and definitely a shot on yourself you know cool. I mean she used to wrestle in Morecambe did, yep. did Nikki she um, yeah 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 yeah, yeah she was, was uh, Nikki Gardens was yeah. yeah yeah she wrestled and it's really insane that you know where where all these people are now but um, Tony Knox published a photo the other day from his time, from when it was Alpha Omega that were running in Morecambe um, and it was Nikki Cross now no, well was Nikki Storm Viper yeah. or Dojo wow. because she is in WWE now Tony Storm who's due to debut on Smackdown this coming week Wow! Um, and Lana Austin who is one of the biggest names in the UK right now oh, that's crazy <laughs> isn't it mm, you know. incredible like, like two, two of them were literally on Raw last night exactly you know, it's cool. Absolutely it's awesome. mental. It's one of them when you're a kid and everything's large in life and everything and you think it's not attainable and, you know, and it's like anything's possible. Definitely. You know, just... <laughs> Next, uh, men's money in the bank. So, Big E, really happy. But I think it's one of them. It's one of them. Yeah. He wanted him to get pushed so long that we all, I, I think I predicted him winning the Royal Rumble, but I think we could, he could have a lot of fun with the money in the bank, his personality. So, I'm very looking forward to this. It was a real feel good moment. It was a real feel good moment seeing him win. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was a genuine, like, you know, like, uh, you, you can just see when it really, really means something to someone, can't you? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was, the whole, the whole match was good. The whole match yeah. was really good. Fun. Yeah, I've heard some people saying it was the best one ever. But... Oh, it's tremendous. Ricky, and Ricochet is not human. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. I think not yeah, slightly, everybody in the match did the job they'll put in the match to do. I think he, he Ricochet did the, yeah, he was in there to take the big bumps off the table, wasn't do the the flippy stuff and yeah. <laughs> Seth was in there to be the arsehole heel, he was that great. <laughs> so so him him you knew, and, at some, you knew at some point Kevin you knew at some point Kevin Owens was gonna take a nasty bump. Oh yeah. He took the worst one. <laughs> Yeah. His reward for asking for some, some time off is to get put in two ladder matches. <laughs> just like, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that's that springboard that Ricochet did was something like an absolute thing of beauty. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. But, but he came off the ladder on that top rope and flipped off like, like you know, un- I've taken. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, Big E, for me, I've been a big New Day fan for, for a long, long time. Um, and I genuinely never thought that we'd get Kofi as WWE champion, and we have, and you get Big E as a potential future champion is is, is really insane. Um, after last night's WWE Championship match, I think that we'll get um, Big E winning it from Bobby Lashley. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that. I think, I think that's where we're heading. I think we're going to get a New Day reunion on Raw, um, and yeah, I think. I, for one, am very, very excited about that. <laughs> so I, do, I the only thing that makes sense, I, isn't it? I, I still think they might drag it out, though. So like oh, yeah. Mania. Like, they might drag it out to even Mania next year. There might not even be a cash-in. It might be a like, cash-in for a match or something like that. And, mm. and have his moment, you know. Um, yeah, they're, they're definitely going to wait a while to do it because it'll be such yeah. a big deal for them to get back together. Yeah, yes. well, Goldberg came back last night, didn't he, as well? So it looks like it's going to be Goldberg and Bobby Lashley at um, SummerSlam. I was clearly Lesnar not being able to make it. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm okay with that as long as Lashley wins. <laughs> yeah, well, 
Well, I, I, I think I think last year we might have maybe Lesnar might be another scalp towards something like that maybe. Oh, Lesnar actually, you know, that's that's the match. Lesnar's the best. Next level. I can I can see Big E moving to Raw in the post SummerSlam draft. Is it post Slam? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, move move Big E to Raw and put Drew on SmackDown and that'll freshen up the Yeah, I, 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 think that's yeah. Right, I think that I think that's the right move for Drew as well now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was really happy that Drew didn't win because I, I think it, he just didn't need it. Um, he was the bookie's favourite, and I was like, "No, how can he be the bookie's favourite? He's already in the I'm, main I'm, event scene. He doesn't need a briefcase to cash in. He can have one wherever he wants. <laughs> Pretty much has a time." I, I kind of feel for the I kind of feel for the way it ended up for him because obviously, like you know, when he eliminated Brock Lesnar at the 2020 Rumble and everyone yeah. went mad, that, that was meant to be his mania moment. And then he won the title there, pretty much carried the company while there was no crowd there. And yeah. um, like I say, there was no crowd there. And then as they've come back, other people have come back and they've kind of almost he's almost wrestled the, them people that amount of times now, like Randy Orton and, and uh, Bobby Lashley. And it's like, mm. shit, what we meant to do with him now? And we didn't have a chance for all this massive stuff to happen yeah. in front of the crowd. So I think yeah. I think we'll that down probably the right thing. Let's stick him with Jinder Mahal. Oh, no. <laughs> Give it a bit of time. I reckon he'll be back where he was. Mm. I, I yeah, reckon he, he could be, he could be the one who takes the title off Roman eventually. I, 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 think, I think Uncle Dwayne's going to do it at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like Lance's dream. <laughs> I've been pitching this for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not on it. it's, the, it's the family. It's, it's the cracker. It's all the family ties and all that. Head of the table, head of the family. Do, do you know what I mean? It's, it's surely it's got to be the Rock. Well, it's rumours it can't be the Rock at SummerSlam because it'll be his twenty fifth anniversary of his debut. Survive series. It's a Survive series. That's what I meant. Survive series. Yeah. But yeah, I think the thing if... is, well, you can't you can't go chucking the title on the Rock, though, can you? Because he's like, no. you no. know what I mean? He'll do his match, get changed, fly to Hong Kong to record a movie or something, <laughs> or night, and then get to the gym at four in the morning, and then, <laughs> then put like. Then put like cute videos of his daughter on at seven a.m. And, the <laughs> and then and then then off to film another film. And then on board. I fully believe that he could uh, he could do. It. I I fully back it. I I think all the if, titles. If if Rock if Rock faces Roman, Roman has to win. Definitely has, has to. to. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it does. Yeah. If you build it and make it the biggest match possible, it makes Roman an even bigger star, even bigger exactly. than a bigger star. Um, I, I just want the, I just want the Rock. So I love the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to Kofi versus Lashley then? A pretty pure dominant performance from uh, the champion. I think there's a, a as, little bit, a little bit of a flurry at the beginning. But. Uh, as as a big I, Kofi Kingston fan, yeah. I, I loved this match. Oh, it was great. <laughs> What's well, Eva? What are you gonna it's do? So you nice gotta... to see Lashley as strong and dominant as he is. So are you going to do the Brock Lesnar and he beats Kofi in seven seconds because it took nine seconds for Brock to beat him or do you just have him destroy destroy him for seven minutes which I think was the, probably the nah, <laughs> it was just the best option it was, it was great to see yeah I, 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 great I, but yeah, I, I think Bobby Lashley right, last couple of weeks it's like the momentum has slowed a little bit people a little bit mm. you know like everyone's got a short attention span these days and I think mm-hmm. And I think that that match on Sunday was just what he needed, just to be like, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you know, shit. Yeah. Like what's, you know, he is legit a monster. Mm. And um, 
Testament, you know what I mean? Testament's like Kofi as well because, you know, takes two to do the dance, doesn't it? You know, so he, yeah. he, he, made, he made him look an absolute beast for cheers as well. So. And if there's anyone that can come back from a match like that and be no different, it's Kofi. Like, he can get yeah. right back in, do the New yeah. Day tag stuff and, and carry on happy days. Um, and it, it doesn't affect him, but he made Bobby Lashley an even bigger star like the Money in the Bank. Yeah. yeah. He didn't get... Yeah, also, yeah. It, 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 he lasted... I know he lasted seven minutes getting beaten down, but he didn't get out of the hurt lock at the beginning of the match. He had a little bit of a fury, got a couple of two, two yeah. falls. Yeah, it weren't, like, yeah. weren't one of them where he got no offense at all. You know what I mean? He got a little bit at the start and it was just, it was just smothered, wasn't he? So it's like, mm. he hasn't done himself like, uh, it hasn't made him look daft in any way. Like, no. he's only saying there, it hasn't, it hasn't slowed him down at all. You know, him and Xavier Woods are coming out with the trumpet dancing around over this week and they'll all be fine. So. Mm. Yeah, they'll be able to, to pull it off for no problem. He'll, he'll go back to being in the tag division and mainly, well, dominating it, mostly. Then we had uh, Roman versus Edge. Um, when I saw the beginning of this match and there was 45 minutes left, I was like, why are they putting Edge in it? All, these, all these huge, dead long matches. I think they could they could have had this as a 20-minute match and I think it would have been a lot better. I think it did take about I'd, I'd, 13 I'd minutes. Say that, I'd say that's your only criticism. Like, you know, the, the pace slowed down quite a bit in the middle. And, and uh, do you know what I mean? There's probably a 15 minute chunk he probably could have pulled out of it, mate. Maybe, maybe just like, you know, um, but they're both absolutely class. Like, mm. absolute start. Like, it just come back looking unbelievable, I think. Oh, it looks amazing. Was he 47 like, or something? So, so. He was always an amazing wrestler, but I think going away and acting and things like that brought him back and he like, his facials and everything like yeah. that, and the way like so fucking good. Yes, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievably good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it, that's it. It did take a while to get going, but once it got going, I love this match. This was the last fifteen minutes of it. Yeah, and then shenanigans. Well, what do you expect <laughs> from these two? <laughs> so it looks like a these two are always going to have a good match. Oh, Seth, Seth and Seth and Edge at SummerSlam is is going to be something really special. I, I oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, it's great. It's going to be brilliant. It's, it's, it's two matches. They, they, like you said, there was an interview with Edge one there and he mentioned Seth Rollins, like, you know, the kind of people, that he, the reason why he wanted to get back and things like that was to wrestle the likes of, you know, Seth Rollins and Norman. And, so, well, I think you know, that, 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 that's what his role should be. He should be here to have a, a, a great a great run and, and put over the next generation at the same time, I think. So. That's yeah. exactly what he's doing at the moment, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Yeah, so. But, uh, yeah, because so I don't really like it when he came back and he went straight into a feud with Randy Orson. So we've seen this loads. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> uh, I think I think he needed that. I think Randy Orton gave him a confident the confidence boost that he needed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it, I think. I think it is a case of getting back in there with someone like that you know really well and you yeah. already trust to make sure that you're okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's probably about right. To be honest, yeah, it was the no. safe option. That, that match, that that match that Eddie Randy Orton did. During the pandemic, where the um, where they had a few few people in the crowd and they, and they were feeding a bit of crowd noise in as well, like last last year it was um, oh uh, the greatest match ever yeah because you build it as that and it was like shit how are they going to do that and they were like, <laughs> you know it probably wasn't the, it probably wasn't the best match ever but I'd say it was probably the best in the pan- pandemic yeah year, I think yeah definitely I wasn't I thought it was a great match I, I was, was going to say there we go. I, I wasn't a fan of that much. Yet, so. uh, <laughs> but, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. You, you loved it. 
Brilliant. Hey, look, we agree on something else. No, no. Yeah. no. If your match at set sail, there can be you two high-fiving and complimenting each other. Yeah, complimenting each other from over the ring. <laughs> and then post-match, John Cena returns with thunderous uh, applause. I thought you went for our match then. I was like, oh, that's a, a big hug. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big hug. <laughs> uh, well, it was, it, was funny, it was funny, actually, because... I watched the event first thing on Monday morning. Yeah. Um, because I'm an old because I'm an old man and I fall asleep. So obviously I didn't go on social media straight away to avoid spoilers. But obviously when you watch it on the network and you can see that there's like the match has ended. Yeah. Two people have fought off to the back. <laughs> there's four minutes left. So like literally in my head I'm thinking, is it I was thinking, is it Cena or Lesnar? That's all I was thinking in my head whose music's gonna go off. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. um, Hearing a crowd buzzing off John Cena—that's oh, that's, that's what it's about, isn't it? That's yeah. you know that. that yeah, is I don't think so. What would have happened if it was Lesnar? I think that would have been interesting. Yeah. I still think there would have been a pop. I, it would, they would have, they would have blown. But the, I think that noise for Cena was was something else. Mm. Yeah, that was. Um, it, it was it was like a celebration, wasn't it? You know, like sometimes people cheer mm. and clap and things like that. But you know, like when the Hardy Boys came back and that, and people are literally like. Yeah, yeah. High, high five in each other and shit like that. It's um, that was kind of how it felt. It was uh, you know, it was awesome as well. Trimmed down quite a bit as well. I, mean, I was going to say you look, you look, you look noticeably smaller. Out. So leaned out for Hollywood. I said, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say to our Joel, he said, he, he's not small. He's, he's not small. He's just small for John Cena. <laughs> so he's still yeah, normal, he's man. He's still huge. <laughs> but he's just, he's not yeah. John Cena. He's it's funny because he was like, he was like, he was like the same size for 15 years, wasn't he? He was huge. Yeah. He never really got any bigger or smaller. He just like, he just looked swollen for 15 years. Yes. <laughs> he's big, swollen forearms. Yeah. Rude. Well, there, yeah, that's a setup. Summer slams. So the, the cards come together quite nicely. We've got we got Seth versus Edge. We've got Cena versus Roman. Looks like Goldberg versus Lashley. That's pretty marky matches, straight Yeah, th- those are WrestleMania matches right there. Because it sounds like it's part of the summer. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting how the rest of the card comes up. So I think um, I heard there might be Sasha Banks against um, Bianca Belair again. Oh, that's mm. good. I was so gutted for Bailey that she's out for nine months. I was looking forward to that I quit match. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a shame that. It's a shame because um, since her heel turn, what, 18 months ago or whatever, like, she just come on leaps and bounds, you know. Oh, she, she, she was the only reason to watch WWE in the early, early lockdown here, here in Sasha and Oscar. Yeah, no, it's terribly brilliant. Yeah. Really yeah, and then early lockdowns, you could tell which wrestlers had wrestled in front of small crowds, which ones had never wrestled in front of small crowds. <laughs> one of the likes of... Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's one of them. It's like, you've got to love that pandemic era of wrestling in front of no crowds and that. And, you know, we see each week on progress and things like that. Mm. That can't be That can't be easy. That, it can't. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's, it's, difficult, it's difficult doing a match in front of 10 people uh, 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 training. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, yeah. Because it's like having a training match. You know, you know, it's like, but to not have a, you know, not have a ground there. So it's like, the people that have done it and done it well, you can't fault them because it's like, you know, I heard, I heard an interview with John Cena and that everything he does is fed off the crowd. Do you know, he's, he's doing the five minutes of doom in front of no crowd, the same. I don't know, <laughs> it, 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 does it translate as good? 
No. <laughs> so, so, uh, translates as well. No. <laughs> so, what are your overall thoughts on the show? What's, what? How? What was it like? Is that was it? Was it as good as we thought it was because it's our first show back in front of a crowd, or was it as good as we think it is? I'd say I think I the crowd lifted all the all the wrestlers. Yes. Um, so I think they all had better matches because of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just thought it was an overall great show. Yeah, there wasn't a bad match. I say the only match I picked my phone up was Charlotte versus Rhea. That was purely because of the build was terrible. Rather, than, but once the match got going, I put my phone down. And I watched. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, so, I, I think I think Charlotte's brilliant. I don't think there's any weak matches on it at all. Really, um, I think um, like you say, with a, it's just different with the crowd. Just when it was yeah. almost, it was almost, it was weird actually. When I was watching it, I kind of felt like I was watching. Uh, pay per view from a couple of years ago or something mm. like that because I'm not used to not seeing a crowd and just seeing screens yeah. around now. It didn't feel like it was live. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you know, it just it just it just adds a whole extra, whole extra layer, I think. And um, like I said, the, the matches and that are absolutely like I said, the Money in the Bank match brilliant as well, and you know, just a great show, great show. And the thing is, now it's. You know, they've had, they've had a lot of stick to WWE and really over like the pandemic and that, but it's been a tough time, hasn't it? So now mm. this is when they can really pull the bums out and then see what they're all about. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, it's definitely eight, nine out of ten for me. I'm quite happy to go back and watch it again. I think. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a fun show to watch again, especially the crowd and everything. It just, it just adds more. It's like that ECW one night stand kind of vibe. That's oh, that yeah. how they did that show, so. Just have an organic reaction to things. So during the in the Thunder Day, and you wouldn't have had the Becky chance slowly turning into this. This is awesome chance. It would have been pan. This is awesome the whole match rather than having yeah, that organic change. Like, um, well, it's like CM Punk versus uh, Cena from Money in Light 2011 as well. The crowd for that made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's what it's about. It's when the crowd it's when the crowd are truly feeling it, and the crowd that try to troll you. Yeah, like, you know, you know, you know. It's like, like for example, like Cena, these the chant you suck and whatever at Cena, like John Cena sucks and all that shit. And the mm. reason they do it is because it's a novelty, funny thing to do. But yeah. last night or the other night, it was like it's genuine excitement. It's like you don't have time to be funny and take the piss and all that kind of stuff. It's like we are excited. Like, yes. You know, let's just be in the moment and hold off it. And that's a different, that's a different kind of feel in the crowd. Yes. Yeah. You could, you could tell it's probably most, uh, most of that crowd's first wrestling show in 18 months, <laughs> even though it's been out in, yeah, a, in yeah, America. So, so, you know, and some yeah. of the younger kids are maybe the first live ones. Definitely. Yeah. I yeah. And what a show to come back to. <laughs> Hi, this is Tonga and you're listening to Broken for Glorious. So, as promised earlier in the show, we've got BBG's very own Playboy Prince, your girlfriend's favourite wrestler, Lance Vera, called out, Cumbria's outlaw, Rick Marcus. So, Lance, out of everyone you could have called out, why did you call out Rick? Out of everyone I could call out? Yeah, you could have called out. Do you know what, I just thought... There's lots of wrestlers who didn't have matches. There is, yeah, but like I said when I um, did my promo for the uh, the show, I wanted to be generous. I wanted to be nice, and I wanted to give someone a nice opportunity to get in front of a crowd and have a good match. Mm. Now, have the 15 minutes of fame with me, because obviously, as you hear on the show all the time, how great I am. I just wanted to give him, well, how many months are we out for Christmas? It's a very early Christmas present. It'll be four and a half months by the time the show comes around, I guess. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, wow. Rick's, surely. Rick. Very kind of you. Very kind of you, Lance. No problem. It's okay. So Lance wow. said he'll be he throwing you a bone, Rick. Well, will he live to regret oh, these yeah, words? Oh, he's doing me a massive favor. <laughs> well, the thing is, you just <laughs> yeah, you can talk and he can talk and he can talk. You know what I mean? Good-looking lad, great athlete, great wrestler, and I'm gonna absolutely kick the crap out of him on the seventh of <laughs> August. And that's the reality of the situation. That's the reality of the situation. But um, no, do you know what? I've got a lot of respect for you. There's not a lot of people calling me out, and you did call me out. Um, you've got the guts to do it. Is it, you know, bravery, stupidity? There's a fine line. <laughs> um, you, just, you just bring your A game, kid, and uh, I'll be there. So I will. Yeah. I will be bring my A game. Don't you worry. Rick, do you think it's like? Do you think it's like a new new person in a prison situation? You call out the biggest dog in the yard, type of thing. Yeah, I can vibe with that. That's about right. But the thing is, if you want to try and make a name off my back and pick the wrong person, that's the issue. I can't fault you for what you're doing, but you've made a mistake. Yeah, you've made a mistake. Oh, I don't make mistakes. Lance, have you seen the, the shape this man's got into over lockdown? <laughs> it's fine. I'm always in shape. It's fine. But have you seen the shape Rick's got into? Over he, he has got into <laughs> unbelievable shape. It's, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely fantastic. But you know, I'm number one. We'll say, I say, we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, it's, um, I'm, a, I'm in a position where I'm not going to try and let the emotions get the better of me, you know, mm. I, uh, you know, little sly, little sly digs and insults in the video, like, you know, it's, um, I'm not going to race to that, it's, a, it's to, to me, it's a match, I, I want to be number one at Odyssey Wrestling, that's my intention is to go to the top, and um, Lance is just going to be the first person in a pile of wrestlers I'm going to leave behind me, so it's, uh, I wish him all the best, but, you know, Enjoy the seventh of August. Uh, that's all I say, really, because um, it might be your last match for a while. Ray, that now that's harsh. That's harsh. <laughs> so, Lance, how is your fitness oh, you following can't... lockdowns? You haven't been in the ring. My crazy. fitness. Oh, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, I've uh, I've been training at Future Shock. I've been I've been absolutely fine. I've had no problems at all. I've been same fit recently. by playing football as well. Oh, right. so I'm in completely in absolutely tip top shape. My cardio is absolutely fine. If someone asked me to go an hour tomorrow, I'd have no problem. You can go now if you want. Rick, remind the well, listeners now. of the transformation you've gone over since the last 12 months. The ones, maybe the ones who didn't listen oh, to our um, interview. So. Yeah, it's a um, 36 week physique. No, quite, quite, a few wrestlers have, quite a few wrestlers have done it. And that, yeah. you know, I've, I've always gone to the gym and that and always been, you know, you know a fairly decent nick. Um, with lockdown and everything, and um, say a lot of it was done training from home and that it was just good to have my mind focused on something you know just uh, getting in the gym following some principles and everything and uh, it's a real good program you look at some of the guys so uh, you know you've got your, your big guns Joey Sandy Beaches Kev Lloyd there's R.P. Davis um, Scotty Rock you know what I mean there's, there's yes. a big you know Ethan Allen yeah, I could honestly sit here and bring pretty much 90% of British wrestling off to be honest I've worked with much pretty yes. much everyone that's got himself in mint shape everything <laughs> but uh, don't like saying like Lance keeps saying um, being in good shape's one thing and being big on the whatever. I, I've got the the the, th- the thing is as well. This is I will agree with Lance on this. Is you know I've been fairly vocal on mm. on social media over the last twelve months about the transformation and uh, and everything. And you know I've irritated people and my rub people wrong and stuff. It's not my intention, but uh, it's like. And we it's up to me to back that up. Because the thing is, I'm setting myself up to look stupid. And there's no way I'm going to let myself look stupid. 
So, like, you know, all the lifting weights, all that, you know, hands comes in there and I get carried away and hot headed and try throwing hands and try throwing them about all over the place. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Lance Russell and he's, he's very good at what he does and he's, you know, if he gets in the head and I allow him to get in the head, it could hmm. be a bad night for me. And yes. I'm like that. So, as, as general manager, I, I personally see this match going one of two ways. Um, I think one, Lance could piss off Ricky. Um, and if that happens, then, you know, it could get Ricky in a lot of trouble, um, mm. which, you know, has, has happened to him in the past. Um, or Lance is going to piss off Ricky and Ricky's going to punch him in the mouth. And I don't think Lance will know what to do with it. Ooh. Hey, you make that sound like he's ever been punched in the mouth before. <laughs> You're too pretty to have been punched in the mouth, Lance. Come on. <laughs> I've been punched in the mouth pretty, plenty of times, but because I am so pretty, it just doesn't affect me. It's the power of prettiness. So what separates you from your opponents and uh, every other wrestler on the OPW roster? Then? Well, I'm the Playboy Prince professional wrestler and I'm your girlfriend's favourite wrestler. I'm the handsomest man in professional wrestling today. If that doesn't separate me from the rest, then I don't know what does. I'm number one for a reason and all you've got to do is watch my work and look at me. And yes. It separates me from everybody else. Just listen to the podcast and you'll know why I'm number one. You finished? Oh, I am, yeah. I felt like I sold myself quite well, though. You did, you did. You did. It's like you just reading that off a piece of paper. <laughs> oh, I, I always have my stuff written down. It's, it's what I do. For yeah, marketing just... purposes. Sorry, right, I just bullet pointed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what, you're definitely not my girlfriend's favourite wrestler because, you know, she likes men. Um, not little boys. So... That's first thing, and uh, like, like I say, like I say, to me, we can talk, we can sit, we can talk, we can do what we want. Uh, like Ethan said, I am a, a hothead. In the past, I, you know, I've got myself in daft situations by being so bad tempered and that. So I, I, I know I, I just can't allow Lance to get under my skin because, let's face it, it's quite irritating. So you know, it's very good <laughs> to get under people's skin, but that's part, that's part of what it's good at, you know. And, like I said, I'm not taking this for granted at all. I I have watched a lot of a lot of tape of Lance, and um, like I said, he's good at getting under people's skin. And then when the time's right, he punches. And you know, as much as I like to, you know, I, I work as hard as I can. I know I'm a tough guy. It's like you know, I'm, you know, I've got you know my teammate and RP Davis, who, who's a, who's a fighter. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. It's like, but I. I've just got to be sensible. I've got to be sensible. I've just got to go with the game plan, just stick to what I need to do and do it. Because in the past, to my detriment, sometimes I've gone off my game plan because my head's gone. And Lance will know this, but he ain't stupid. He knows I'm a bad tempered get. So when he's coming out and insulting me and I just can't let him get to me. I don't know what is, you're on about. I haven't insulted you once. I don't know what you mean. Adam? I don't know what you mean. I haven't insulted you once. And insulted me once. I haven't insulted you once. I don't know. I have no idea what you're on about. Attention to the night. Right, so the, these 18 months off has kind of given you time to rest all these niggling injuries and evaluate probably how, what has gone worked well and what hasn't worked well over the last couple of years. So are you going to make any character tweaks to your movesets or to your character when, you, when we're back? You know, for me, for me, it's just everything. Like, like, like I've, I've, said it, I've said it before, like, I'm fitter, faster, stronger. You know, when it comes to move, so to speak, I just do what I do. I just, you know, I just pick him up, slam him in the mat. Yes. Punch him in the face, boot him. I just do whatever I need to do. Really. It's not a problem, you know. There'll be no... One thing you won't see me doing is no fancy high-flying stuff because I don't need to do that. That's 
Oh, I'm just uh, I'm just taking that in then. Um, I'm just exactly how I was, just number one. Number one for a reason. I'm going to come back and I'm going to continue on the path that I was on. I'm going to keep going in the exact same direction and that's up. And a, lot, a, lot, a, lot, a lot more muscle mass you on. had than 18 months ago, I think. Oh, no, there is, yeah. I'm um, about, I think I'm about 20 pounds heavier than I was last time uh, shows were on. So I'm not just the small lad that we all uh, we all like to talk about. Mm. No, you've put, put, put the work in. You've put the work in. I respect that. We both have. And it's, uh, it, well, when we meet on August 7th, that's who's going to put in the tree work then. That's what it really matters. That's it. Do you know yeah, the the thing is? It's like like tonight. You know, we, we spoke, you know we spoke tonight, and there's been a lot of things we agree on. At the end of the day, we're just very different people. We're just very different people. Do you know what I mean? You know, you're a young, good-looking, confident lad. I'm just don't have no time for bullshit. You know what I mean? We just cut from different cloths, and when you know seventh of August comes round, we're both going to be in the ring together. And what happens happens. Ethan, I'll give you the final word on well, this as the GM. So. Uh... What do you want this match to be remembered for? Um, the match, for me, will be remembered for, I think, its intensity. Um, yes, definitely. You know, I think Lance is going to surprise us with his intensity in the match. Um, I think Ricky's going to be as firing as intense as he ever is. Um, so I do think Lance has, has that potential to surprise a lot of people in this match. Um, however, I do know that Ricky's going to have to work very, very hard Um to beat someone like Lance. So for me, I'm, I'm very excited about this one. Um, it's going to be a high paced match for, for sure. Um, and I think it's just going to be remembered as a great match on a great show. I can't wait. I think it's going to be, yeah, could, could be match of the night. So, uh, remind the listeners where they can find tickets. Um, so tickets are available on the Odyssey Pro Wrestling website, which is odysseyprowrestling.co.uk. Um, and head over to the shop. Um, tickets are priced at eight pounds uh, plus a fifty pence booking fee. Um, and if you aren't able to get tickets on the night, Saz, they're sold out. Yes, I'll put links in the description below the interview. So, and as you said last time, the best way to get there if you're going to travel by train is to get off at Lancaster, and then it's the forty-one bus. I think, <laughs> I think you said. Yeah, there's yes. there's uh, about eight eight different buses that go through to uh, go to the Carlton. Yes. Um, if, if you want to get the bus from Lancaster, there's also um, a short journey from Morecambe train station. Um, you know, it's it's right in the centre of Morecambe for you to find it. Yes, and uh, remind us of the card quickly before we go. Um, for the rest of the card, so we've also got, on top of uh, the Playboy Prince, Lance Rivera versus the Cumbrian Outlaw, Rick Marcus, uh, we'll also have uh, Lucas Neon taking on uh, Mark Meltzer. We have the two-bit open challenge. We have RP Davis uh, versus Scotty Rourke. Oh, should be amazing. We've got the team of Synergy. <laughs> uh, we've got the team of Synergy versus the Freak Show, accompanied by Isaiah Quinn. Yes. Uh, we've got the Women's Fatal Four Way: Alexis Falcon versus Tonga versus Lizzie Evo versus Gia Adams. And then in the main event, we've got Ryan Hunter and Craig Collins versus Sandy Beach and Big Duns Joe. Amazing girl. That women's match, I think you should just put the women's title on it straight away. So this is for the title. <laughs> such a, such a great. It is a, it's a great match. It's going to be crazy. It is going to be crazy. Right, so, uh, do you want to promote any social media? Um, yeah. So the Odyssey Pro Wrestling Facebook page, um, you can find by searching for Odyssey Pro Wrestling. Um, same as the Instagram page. Um, 
at Odyssey Pro Wrestling. Um, and the Twitter page is at OPW underscore UK. Okay, I'll put links to everything in the description below the podcast. Lance, do you want to make your t-shirts? Yeah, of course. Uh, you can find the Lanchevera Playboy Pleasure t-shirts at lanchevera12.bigcartel.com. And that Ellesmere Port Summers Champ this Sunday. Oh, of course, yes. I'll always have my t-shirts with me. If you want to uh, grab one off me in person, we can take a lovely picture with you girlfriend together. Uh, yes, and if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling on our website, bbgwrestling.com. Good night. Good night. Good night.